Hello and welcome to The Bottom Line. This podcast examines the everyday business and finance issues faced by closely held and private businesses. We hope to provide you with news you can use in what we like to think of as a jargon-free zone. I'm your host, Dave Plasco, and with us is Tim Schuster, a manager in Eisner Amper's Private Business Services Group. Today, we'll discuss with Tim how you can detect scammers posing as IRS agents. Tim, hello. Dave, it's great to see you again. You too. Uh, I read in the New York Times that over the past four years, more than 15,000 people in the U.S. lost hundreds of millions of dollars to scammers posing as IRS representatives, and 50,000-plus people had their personal data misused. Oh, yeah. It's actually a staggering amount of people that fall victim to these scams. Uh, these scams are extremely complex, and those performing the scams have this really down to a science. So what, what forms do these scams take? So I put together a list of many different forms that kind of coincide with this or something that could happen. Um, if you actually have an opportunity to, I would go to the IRS website, and they have a very detailed list under tax and scams consumer alerts. Um, but I'll just kind of read them out to everyone here. Okay. So the big one is phone calls uh, from impersonators pretending to be IRS agents, you know, looking for money on, in quotes, call them tax bills that are non-existent. These scams are actually very complex and the criminals that are using this call from spoofed numbers or fake numbers to make them look real when calling. Uh, I've actually personally received one of those calls myself along with my clients, family, friends, and business associates, they are very convincing on the phone and know your name from public records. You know, I've read reports that thieves are using VRS, which is the video relay services, mm -hmm. to scam deaf and hard of hearing individuals as well. Uh, so the big takeaway is that the IRS will actually never call you. Communications from the IRS are always by mail. Yeah, and as I understand it, there are some of these phone calls that are very threatening or very ominous as if you don't send us a money order within the next three days, yes. the, the marshal will come to yes, your house. Yes, yes, exactly. They yeah. will come knock on your door. Yeah. They'll, it's like Which this is whole totally big, bogus. It's right. all bogus. Yeah. If you get a phone call from the IRS, big takeaway, just hang up the phone. Don't yeah. even don't even entertain. Uh, another thing that comes to mind, too, is the email scams. Like They are actually just as huge as phone call scams. So you actually may receive a fake email, and I, I, did, I got one of these as well, from the IRS saying, and IRS in quotes, saying that you owe them money or you are due a refund if you provide additional information, usually requiring banking information. Do not even open up an email from them. Immediately delete the email. This is solely there just for phishing for information. And I cannot say this enough, I've said this many times, but communications from the IRS are always by mail. You will never receive an email or a phone call from the IRS. This is more phone scam related, but always be mindful, just kind of things to be aware of. Um, but there's always scams around disasters. Mm. Uh, criminals prey on people's generosity. Yep. Uh, so be careful when giving an organization over the phone your information. This is just more of like an FYI for people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, recently we've had the flooding going on. Hawaii's having yep, problems. Yep. So one, yep. people are going to just try to milk off of people's generosities. Another thing is fraudulent returns can be filed on behalf of taxpayers. The IRS has gotten better at picking up on fraudulent returns that are filed. Um, the service has issued pins to people who are victims of identity theft. You would know if you were one, you'd get a letter in the mail every year with a different number on it. The last one, and this is probably the most scariest out of all of them, is scammers will actually sometimes visit victims in person. So. 
If an actual IRS representative visits you, he or she will always provide two forms of official credentials called pocket commission and HSPD 12 cards, which are federal ID cards. You have the right to see those credentials and verify information on their ID card. An agent will provide you with dedicated IRS phone numbers to verify the information. If the person visiting you does not give you this information, they are not the IRS and you should immediately contact local law enforcement. And, and I'm assuming that an IRS agent is not going to show up unannounced at your door. There Precisely. Would be, there would be a phone call and yes. email scheduling. Yes, yes. First, first they'll, they'll send you a letter. Right. So you'll get it in the mail and then correct. You will actually have a process in place that someone's there. They don't show up right. on your doorstep right. just like that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And actually, one as a side note, um, I encourage our listeners to just look at the IRS website detailing what the IRS is and is not allowed to do. You know, you're always, you're, you have the right as a taxpayer to know what you're, mm -hmm. what is there. So use the resources that are actually online to check that out. Okay. Now, who generally are the victims of these scams? Sad to say, uh, it's really the elderly and also students, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, you know, elderly, just by default, they get the phone call, they freak out right away. And then students, just because they're just, they just don't know the information that they shouldn't be giving this. Mm -hmm. um, so what actually happens if you do get these calls? A lot of the times the people on them will do everything in their power to intimidate the person. And those two pools of people tend to really get intimidated the most. I thought I also read something about uh, that these scammers will will go after, let's say, people who don't have a great command of the English language or, or who are who are newer citizens. Yep, absolutely. Kind of, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. If someone who doesn't have a command of the English language, they're easy targets yeah. as well, just because they they just don't know the rules. Okay. So what tips can you give our listeners on how they can protect themselves? So if you receive a call from a number you're unfamiliar with, just by default, this is what I do. I don't answer the phone. Uh, these scams are starting to get a little bit more sophisticated and they are actually leaving messages. Just ignore the message and do not call them back. A lot of the times they'll say something like, you know, you owe money to us and you have two days to, you know, pay this mm -hmm. or we're going to come and arrest you. Ignore it, delete it. Uh, that's the best way to do it. Um, if you happen to answer the phone, do not verify who you are with the person talking. Sometimes they just want to verify who you are so they can record your voice so they can make fraudulent purchases. Uh. So if you agree that you are said person, say yes, they'll record your voice and then they'll just make other Got purchases it. with your information. Yeah. You know, if you do receive a call and they do leave a voice message and you are not sure what to do next, honestly, the best thing, contact your accountant. Um, you are not alone and your accountant would be very familiar with these scams. Talk it through with him or her. Mm -hmm. And ask questions. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's the best way to do this. Yeah. So let's say if unfortunately you, you fall victim to one of these scams, what should you do then? Absolutely. So the first thing you want to do is if you receive threatening calls and you paid a scammer is you want to tell the police and the Federal Trade Commission right away. If you think you might be a victim of tax ID theft, you can call the IRS Identity Protection Specialized Unit. If you received a letter from the IRS that two or more returns have been filed in your name and you did not file the returns, call the phone number on the letter immediately. You will want to inform your account of this issue as well as they can help you with the next steps. So the common theme is the IRS will not initiate dialogue via email or phone call and your accountant can be the best resource for you with these scams. Okay, well that's some great information on, on a troubling trend. Mm -hmm. 
let's lighten the mood a little. Give us one of your New Jersey Historical Society fun facts. So actually, you can thank New Jersey for discovering dinosaurs. Hmm. Uh, modern paleontology, which is the science of studying dinosaur fossils, began in about the 1850s after the discovery of the first virtually complete dinosaur skeleton in Hatterton Field, New Jersey. So the Hatterosaurus is the official New Jersey State dinosaur. Hmm. Who knew? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks again, Tim, for this valuable information. No problem. And thank you for listening to The Bottom Line as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. If you have any questions or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at eisneramper.com. You may be eligible to win a prize. Mm -hmm. And visit eisneramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Amper podcast when we get down to business.